What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. made himself known to his guests. Monsieur de and Laurent named themselves in response. And as his friend did so, a slight spasm of apprehension shot across Laurent's mind. Would not the name of La Gauchetterie be known to their host? What might he not have heard? But either the name meant nothing, or Monsieur de Lanascol had heard nothing. Some half-hour later, in a large room with faded rugs and old-fashioned furniture, they were awaiting a supper which already announced itself by an appetizing smell. Monsieur de Lanascol had monarchical sympathies, as he soon divulged. Indeed, Having regard to Laurent's unmistakable uniform, he would hardly have bidden the travellers else. And very shortly, after due elation over the Allied victory, and speculation as to its ultimate results, since, from what he said, it was by no means obvious yet what was going to happen in France, he was sounding that young man, in a well-bred manner, on the fighting he supposed him to have seen. But I've seen none, sir avowed Monsieur de Cotemar frankly. I've been a prisoner since the first of May, and have not very long escaped. How oh, escaped? exclaimed the old gentleman. Ah, you must tell me about that, monsieur. A prisoner in Vendée, I suppose, for I'm not wrong, I think, in taking you for a Vendean officer. No, you're quite right. But I was captured in Brittany, after carrying dispatches, and on the first of May, I think you said, observed Monsieur de Lanascol. Oh, then you had left Vendée, before the arrival there of the lamented Marquis de la Roche-Jacquelin. Ah, what a loss! There are rumours also, that since Sunday the Vendéans have lost another fight, and another general. Yes, Vendée has been unfortunate throughout, he finished regretfully. Really, we have done better here in Brittany. Of course, there have been setbacks, as, for instance, Sol de Grisol's defeat at Auray only five days ago. How have you heard of that? And just about the time that you were captured, that horrible affair at the bridge of pont au Rocher. Oh, but that was due to treachery, as I expect you know. Still, Brittany has gathered, I think I may justly say, more laurels than her sister. At the mention of the fatal bridge, Laurent felt the blood rushing to his face. He did not look at his companion, and yet he knew that Aymar, silent in his high-backed seventeenth-century chair, had suddenly gone rigid. He himself wished with all his heart that they had not accepted Monsieur de Lanascol's hospitality. 
and the old gentleman had now transferred his attention to his other guest. "'And you, Monsieur de la Rochetterie, is it indiscreet?' "'I have taken part in the campaign, Monsieur,' replied Aymar. Even in that uncomfortable moment, Logon noticed that he did not use the word fought. But, like my friend, I had the misfortune to be made prisoner near its commencement. "'Oh, indeed,' said Monsieur de Lanascol, "'how I condole with you. And wounded, too, I think.' For, under his coat, Aymar was still wearing his arm in a sling. "'Yes,' said his guest, rather hesitatingly. And Laurent trusted that, in his zeal for exactitude, he would not think it necessary to explain further. How severely wounded, I am afraid, hazarded Monsieur de Lanascol with sympathetic interest. For, indeed, Monsieur, if you will pardon the remark, you look like it. I regret that I did not offer you a glass of wine, on arrival, especially as our supper delays somewhat unaccountably. Or oh, may I ring for one, now? On no account, thank you, monsieur. I am perfectly recovered. His host had his eyes fixed on the clear, pale visage. The daylight outside had now faded sufficiently to allow full play to the candelabrum on the table at his elbow, whose radiance struck its own unmistakable color out of Amag's hair. Monsieur de Lanascol moved suddenly. Oh, pardon me, again, Monsieur de la Gauchetterie, but if I might presume, oh, pray do not take it amiss if I suggest that, with your appearance, you should be a little cautious how you traverse the country round Locmelard. Feeling is very strong there about the disaster at pont au rocher and though that man Loiselog was subsequently shot by his own troops for it, it is rumoured that he is still alive. I once had a glimpse of him, and you are so, and you resemble him so strikingly, though, of course, with a great difference, and that I feel a warning. Oh, please believe that I have no intention of being offensive. In the arctic, aching silence which succeeded this speech, Laurent knew not whether his own heart beats or the ticking of the clock were the louder. Oh, that they were back on the high road, at the inn, anywhere. Aymar was on his feet. He had not flushed. His colourless face was unbetraying. I am Loiseleur. As you would evidently not wish to extend your hospitality to him, monsieur, I will relieve you of the necessity. He made the slightest, most formal inclination of the head, and walked towards the door. Laurent began hotly. You are completely misinformed, monsieur, and there was no— But Aymar stopped him with a look, and after a second he turned and silently followed him out, leaving the old gentleman apparently petrified, in the act of rising from his chair. The door of the hall stood open, for it was a very warm evening. Without a word the two went through it, and down the steps and along the straight, wide path to the gates. Venus hung in the west, lovely and indifferent to human hurts, an owl hooted in the distance. The silence between them was like heavy metal. What was there in all the world to say? And desperately, Laurent cast about for the phrase that should break it, but they were walking down the avenue before he brought it out. We must go to the inn, he said, in an almost unnaturally matter-of-fact manner. His companion did not reply for a moment. 
Then, he said, still walking on. They may think me too much like that man at Loiseleur, there also. His voice was curiously flat and toneless. Laurent braced himself to make his next suggestion. Then I will go in and order supper. Our room is ordered. Do, replied Aimac in the same expressionless voice. A supper for yourself, I mean. I will follow a little later and order mine. You need not know me. How do you really suppose that I... began Laurent, and then stopped with a great sigh, and, coming a little nearer as he walked, slid his arm into Aimac's and gripped it close. They were late for the table d'hôte supper at the inn, and were served separately at the side of the room, attracting little notice. Laurent's head, at least, was spinning from the blow. His own side! His own side could believe a thing like that of Loiseleur, on hearsay, without investigation. It had not taken long to give the lie to his own arguments, on that score, a few days ago. Once upstairs alone, in the room which had been reserved for them, Aimag turned on his companion. Laurent, this has got to end. We must say good-bye. Laurent, already unfastening his uniform, shook his head with a smile. I'm not going to be dismissed like that. You're not going to be exposed again to what happened this evening. Probably not. It will not happen again. And at any rate, I took no harm. Did you enjoy it, then? asked Aimar, suddenly flaring up. What do you think I felt like, seeing you involved in my shame? Laurent ceased undressing and looked at him. If you want me to leave you on account of your own feelings, he said gently, I suppose I must consider it. There was an oaken coffer standing at the foot of the four-poster bed. Aimac sat down on it without a word and covered his eyes with his hand. Must I consider it, Aimac? asked Laurent after a long pause. He had thought he could control his voice better than that. Not if you can bear with me, replied Aimac, in a voice still less under his own management, and turning, he hid his face for a moment against the end of the bed. Nothing more was said about parting. End of section 19 With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.